We're getting better. We're getting better. We're getting there. Super hyped about it. Okay. Colonization is one that way. Interesting. Welcome to another episode of Conversations on Our Way. It's the 22nd of March, 2021. I'm Flo. And I'm Sam. And today, Sam, I wanted to ask. Yes. Have you ever had dinner alone? Like, completely solo, table for one type thing? Uh, you mean like, like a fancy restaurant or like a, just a normal, like... Anyway. Mm, honestly, anywhere. Have you done both or either? I've definitely done um just like a random restaurant, but not like a fancy dinner. I don't I feel like having fancy dinners you should I prefer just having it with someone else or a group of people to experience it together. But mm-hmm. in terms of just having dinner alone, definitely. A lot of times. Why? Like, are you talking about like getting Macca's type thing alone, or are we talking like a, like a uh, normal restaurant type thing? I'm trying to find the tier here. Um, I've been to Sushi Train alone. Does that count? Oh. Yeah, I've been to Sushi Train alone. Like, uh, that's pretty social. I mean, that's like in a social environment. Yeah. 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 Just I now, that. I was just now for lunch. I went to a. Uh, does Sydney have Lanzhou noodles? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's like a, basically like a Chinese noodle place. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. I really like it. So I just felt like it. Uh, I was planning to take away pizza f- from uh, last night to work. Then when I opened the fridge this morning, I saw two pizza pieces gone. So I was like, okay, guess there's a snack instead of lunch now. So okay. yeah, my brother took took my pizza. So that's oh. why I decided to have Lanzhou noodles. But yes, back to the main topic. I, yes, I have a lot of meals by myself. Why is that? Why do you ask? I mean, excluding the times that uh, I probably had lunch at the food court or mm-hmm. in, a, in the lunchroom type thing, mm-hmm. like when you're on your lunch break and things like that, excluding that, I don't think I've ever had a solo dinner, like going out. And actually sitting in a restaurant and having a table for one. Why? I don't know. It just has never occurred to me that I've, I've never ever done that. So now I'm very intrigued by it. and I'm Because you're too popular and you always have, fr- have <laughs> friends? or <laughs> No, I mean, like, obviously you can go home and things like that. And I have dinners at home by myself and things like that. That's different. But I, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the going to a restaurant and Literally being like a table for one. You mean like, like you're at home and you don't feel like cooking, so you just go out and plan to have dinner out by yourself? Is that the scenario? So, yeah. Or if you're uh, not even just doing that, it's like going out to a bar for a drink by yourself. Because or... um, why I'm trying to clarify is because... Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I have dinner alone, it's because I'm already in the, let's say, in the city doing some, like, doing some errands, mm-hmm. and my brother's not eating at home, so I'll be eating at home anyways, eating alone anyway, so I'm like, oh, maybe I'll eat out tonight. It's uh-huh. like more of a convenience yeah. thing, more than, like, I go out of my way to eat dinner alone thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
if it's going out of the way, then I think that's a bit of a different thing. Oh, okay. So have you gone out of your way before? I feel like the answer is yes, but I don't remember when. Because <laughs> whenever enough. I eat alone, it's always like eat out alone. It's always some like convenience. Mm. Yeah, I never plan to go out and eat alone. Fair enough. Do you think yeah. it would be an interesting exercise or would you do it or would you not do it? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess I'll do it, but I don't see the point. I eat a lot more time. I know how he's gonna feel. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think in my head, normally, if like for example, in the same scenario as yours, um, in the city, and you know, you're already out in the city and it's out of convenience. But mm -hmm. for me, I just normally option a is just go straight home and then mm. either make food at home or buy something back and mm. eat it at home yep i tend not to or well, i've never really pre in previous years just gone yeah like i said gone to a restaurant had table for one so i'm very curious as to what that experience would be like so i think i might do that okay have fun tell me how it goes <laughs> tell me if the food tastes different <laughs> Okay, I shall. Why, why um, is okay? Why are you asking this? Huh? Is this like a big deal for you? Um, I just was very surprised that I've never really done that before, and then that also led me to other questions. It's like um, people who have asked in the past about, have mm. you ever been to a movie alone? I I did that. That was like a few weeks ago, I think. How was, was it? Yeah, it's just like watching a movie. I didn't think much of it. I had a movie I really wanted to watch, but I couldn't find anyone to watch it with me. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll watch it alone. Which movie? Uh, this was uh, uh, an anime movie. It's like, do you know what? Demon Slayer? Demon Slayer. Oh my yeah. God. Have you watched it? No, I haven't, but I know it's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I'm you should sorry. definitely watch it because I think in Melbourne, it's like this is the last week of, like, of it oh, being really? aired. Oh. So... Yeah, get on it. Oh, I okay. know you're busy though. So yeah, I know. But oh, worst case scenario, like watch it online or something. Yeah, fingers crossed. It'll come online. Yeah. But um, okay. Well, that kind of yeah. No, okay, have, I get. That. I would you? definitely watch that mm. alone. No, I've never been to the cinemas alone. Would you? I never really. I think I. I think I would watch Demon Slayer on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm. I'm just trying to think of this. I don't think I've done many things alone in my life. Okay. Besides, you know, moving out and mm -hmm. those kinds of things. But actually, like, solo social activities. Oh, like a small activity. Yeah. I d sure. haven't really done on my own. Like, mm. when I went to painting class. Oh, but that's, have you, you know, that's wine well, you and painting. painting alone? No, 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 no. That's what, painting and wine. So you have mm. to kind of do it with someone else. Um, I did that with another friend. Um, oh, you could do that alone. What do you mean? You can do that alone, but I guess most people kind of tend to do those things in pairs or something like that. Mm -hmm. Did you do yours alone? My wine and painting class? Yeah. Nope. nope. I have friends with me. Yeah. Yeah. See? So I'm trying to think of other things that one could potentially do on their own. I think, um, I think this is more for the movie, watching movie alone. But mm -hmm. there's layers. I, I reckon there's layers to watching a movie alone. So it depends on what movie you watch. 
Okay, fair like, enough. I think if it's if it's like a horror movie, watching it alone is like, whoa, this guy's crazy, man. <laughs> but like watching like a like a romance movie, like oh, and you just see one guy, and oh, this guy's kind of creepy, you know. Uh, anime movie. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. If like pe- for people who don't watch anime and see me walking into an anime movie alone, like oh, this guy's a loser, man. Like a stereotypical like weave, you know. But I was like, whatever. I had I went to this cinema. Um, they had um re- recline like recliner chairs. Yeah. They were so good. <laughs> I I was so surprised when I sat in a it could recline. It was so good. Um. And I, I bought a choc top and the, the choc top fell onto my jumper and oh, no. <laughs> a massive like chocolate like stain on, on my jumper. So, but yeah, anyways, besides the point, the many layers to watching a movie alone, depending on what type of movie you watch. So, and yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but that was essentially my point. Um, in terms, yeah, I think in terms of other things you can do alone, I think yeah, wine and painting you can definitely do that alone. But uh, since everyone goes to that with people with their friends or partners or whatever or whoever, going there alone will probably be more lonely than other things because you just see other people with their own their their own friends and stuff, Um, and you. Because I'm assuming if you go to that alone, you're trying to socialize with random people, you probably won't be as successful as maybe going to a bar alone. You know? You know what's funny is that, like, me imagining myself going to dinner alone or going to a bar alone Mm -hmm. has absolutely no anticipation nor expectation of socializing with any other person. Oh, yeah, true. Enjoy my own person's company. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I wouldn't go to a bar alone though. Would you go to a bar alone? Probably not a bar. I'd go to a jazz bar alone, probably. But that's because mm-hmm. there's like a form of entertainment there. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't go to a bar alone. Yeah, there's something so. else other than just go physically going to the bar, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. I think I'm also naturally inclined to just go home and do it in my own space. Yeah, have exactly. For myself, or have a glass of wine at home, and things like that. So. Yeah, exactly. If I want to drink, yeah. I'll just get like get some alcohol from bottle shop and just drink alone at home. Like, why do I need to be dressed up and stuff and look uh, presentable at a bar alone? Okay, okay, you can go to go to the bar or a restaurant in your pajamas. <laughs> you yeah, I guess, but do you? <laughs> yeah, I don't do that, so I don't want to do that as well. So. Fair enough, fair enough. What's another thing that is probably not done alone as much? Not done alone as much. I can name other things that I do do alone. Mm -hmm. I can go for drives. Like, I'll go... People drive alone all the time. What? Yeah, I'm saying I I do do these things. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Um, So I go for drives on my own. Um, What else? Yeah, you go on like walks and stuff. Mm. I find them very peaceful. Walk through a park, you know. 
I think um, um, people have a bad impression. Is that the word for doing things alone? Like people doing things alone, they they think is you don't have anyone else to do it with, so that's why you're watching a movie alone or having dinner alone or whatever. But I think some, sometimes I actually quite like having dinner by myself. I just chill there, like maybe watch a video or listen to a podcast. It's actually very calming and don't have to worry about, oh, should I say this? Should I say that? Uh, yeah. How about you? Why do you like doing things alone? Oh, do you? I do like doing things alone. Mm. Actually, I think it's. Do you sometimes worry that you're like too independent? Yes. <laughs> Very like fuck like that's a great question. <laughs> I. Yeah, it's actually. I'm like borderline insecurity. Really? Why? Yeah, borderline insecurity. Um. Um, I think it's because like my relationship with my mother and um been single for quite a while now and when like my past relationships has always been like a short few months. So and how how those relationships relationships end, it's always because like I refuse to not become refuse. Dependent. Yeah, re- <laughs> refuse to become like dependent on someone. Because yeah, in a relationship you c- kind of have to always think about someone else and it's so seems. <laughs> you know I like Yeah, I like always have to talk to you on <laughs> on mess like on like I always have to text you like what what are you doing like oh I don't know I'm not doing anything. you just you have to talk about nothing rather than just not talk at all, you know. And to me, that felt forced, and I guess I didn't like the like the 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 partners enough to warrant me enduring that pain. <laughs> oh, I love that enduring the, the suffering. But to yeah. talk to your partner, and God. Yeah, so I guess I didn't like them enough. So that's uh, yeah, potentially. Yeah. No, uh, I think it's also when you're used to being quite independent. I think that's quite normal. Mm-hmm. And I, I've definitely noticed that as well for myself. It's the more independent that I am, the more comfortable I am just doing things on my own, and the mm-hmm. more enjoyment I get out of doing it alone mm-hmm. as well making myself dinner, being able to do anything in at any time, any place type thing. Mm-hmm. And then if I really want to go and socialize, I can go and socialize. And then when I'm done, I'm done. Mm. Well, why I, think, why I think this is an insecurity for me is like, I've definitely learned what, like what you just said. I've definitely learned to, I definitely do agree as, with that as well. I, mm. When I want to socialize, I can, I have people, I, I can go to to socialize and after I'm done, I'm done. Mm. But why I'm, this might be an insecurity is because it, eventually I want to get married, of course. Right. Mm. And settle down and have a family and all of that. But I'm scared that because I'm too independent, 
I can't have like a healthy relationship. Uh, is is that fair to assume? Uh, Sorry, this became like a therapy session for Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I think it comes down to understanding what you need from a partner and mm-hmm. then also finding someone to compliment that as well. I mean, then it come also comes down to, you know, understanding yourself, whether it's, you know, are you actually, are you, is it actually a discomfort that, you know, you end up relying on someone else or is it a protective mechanism? What's the, oh, scared of commitment? Is that? That's one. Because my friends definitely describe me as that and I don't think I am scared of commitment. Mm, yeah, but see, that's that's what I mean by understanding whether it's that or the other. Yeah, um, I think it's definitely the other. So if it's not fear of commitment, then it might be, but it might not be to be the degree of fear of commitment. You mm. see, it might just be um, fear of vulnerability or, you know, getting hurt no. or whatnot type thing. You I'm not scared of vulnerability. You've seen me vulnerable so many times. <laughs> and like, and you've seen me like hurt. That's and I've told you. Yeah. It's a trust thing, right? And then it's also... But there's a difference because, you know, you and me, were like best friends. So mm. you know that I'm going to be in your life pretty much your entire life. Mm. Whereas with potential partners, it's different. Mm. It's like um, you kind of, there's, there's feelings involved in terms of like you want an emotional and a physical attachment, yeah. things like yeah. that. Yeah. Then it's like, but can they accept you for who you are type thing? Um, and... I think that's just like a different lens. Dating someone versus being friends with someone mm. like can probably like it's like do I want to spend my rest of my life with you and do I want to be friends with you for the rest of my life? It's like very different. <laughs> that's such a scary question. Do I want to spend my the rest of my life? That's such a scary question. I'm not sure I can ever answer yes to anyone for that question. Like as a like a partner instead of friends. Like really. It's such a big question. Don't you think? It is. It is. It is. I think it comes down to, but that, that also I, is like, I, you know, commitment, fear of commitment. <laughs> maybe I am scared of me. I, because whenever I think of that question, like, um, I think I see people's, uh, like, flaws very qu- quickly if I spend a lot of time with them and small things annoy, like, small things annoy me and i'm just scared like a lifetime is a long time man (laughs) a lot of times like things that you find cute at the start when you first meet them can become annoyances very quickly wow (laughs) i don't know man uh i'm kind of scared (laughs) maybe i am scared of coming holy figure it out sooner or later all right time to uh okay tonight's podcast is done uh i need to go uh, (laughs) lay on (laughs) (laughs) but i think i mean okay so you wouldn't be able to say maybe you can say something else it's more so do you want to be part of someone else's life for the rest of their life 
Hmm. So that's a bit that can be applied to friends as well. So that's not as like friends is easy. Like of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but why why is that any different to a partner? Because. <laughs> hmm. Because um, the intensity of how, like how close you are with a partner and a friend is very different, right? Friends, there are more boundaries. Like you just like schedule catch catch ups every maybe every week or every second week. You don't see each other really. But for partner, you you live with them. You mm-hmm. see them every day. Ideal partner for you has boundaries. <laughs> And you have Monday to Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Three days a week. Yep. We meet this time, this time, and that time. We sleep (laughs) in separate beds. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you're a modern day romance, Sam. Modern day romance. But all my friends are like, oh, you probably just haven't met the one yet. You know, like that. That's that's how the conversation always ends. You haven't met the one yet. I if, guess so. If, if the, that's the case, but then do you have an idea of the one who could actually pers- uh, fill that like that 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 gap to a degree? Um, do I have the answers to that question? Could I describe the one? Could you describe myself? the one for yourself? <laughs> um, this is so corny. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I think the first thing is definitely just being able to have fun constantly mm-hmm. together. And I think okay, now nah, I'll take. I that's a given. I think um, number one criteria is I don't find any of their personality annoying if that's possible maybe that's too high of a standard i don't think that's possible okay yeah because eventually you you can't like every part of someone there's bound to have like there's things that annoy you for for everyone you you um, spend a lot of time with right i mean you like someone for their good things and then you Love someone despite all of their bad things. Yep. Okay. okay. I agree. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Fine. 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 Okay. But this kind of leads on to something I, I wanted to ask because, uh, mm-hmm. which is, what do you think? Because this is like talking about companionship. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, how about pets? Since because I know you, you had dogs. So what do you think about companionships? from humans versus pets as uh, companions. An interesting take on this. Um, Normally pet owners are very, they're very pro-pet, right? Yep, obviously. Um, Having previously had two dogs Mm -hmm. uh, and being also like a, a main carer in a sense, so mm-hmm. normally when it's a kid, like you get a puppy or a dog or pets and things like that, you know, it's either your take parents care take care it. of it yeah. or you take care of it type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, re- I did a lot of the taking care of. Yep. Um, they were my responsibility. And I think if you, I think it depends on what stage of life you're at. 
I think that's really important. Okay, please elaborate. Because if you're a kid, right? If you're a kid mm-hmm. or you're still living at home and you're um and you've got your parents to help you take care of it, your life will be probably a bit more balanced and mm-hmm. and you're ready for that. So you can still have, you know, a semblance of what a normal life is going to school, coming home, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Going out. When you're in your young adult stage or uh, late teens, I'd say, um, and you have a pet and you are the like the primary carer of said yep. pet, they have needs and you need to take care of them because you, they are your responsibility. That means like taking them out, depending on your you know, accommodation. If you're living in an apartment, you got to take them out for walks. That mm. means not just like, you know, once a day, it's like twice a day. I mean, like if you're going to, it's the same time as you need to go to the toilet, like you got to let them out type thing. Mm. Um, especially if you live in smaller apartments. Um, if you live in a house where you've got like a big lawn and things like that, then it's, that's better. Mm. But from a young adult's lifestyle perspective as well, like going to university, going to work, um, and just having to balance going back and forth and taking care of this responsibility, it changes the way that you live your life very much. It almost dictates hmm. it as well. It's like having a child at home. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It just sounds like having a child. Yeah, pretty much. And But what I guess kind of gripes me sometimes is that people don't understand that that their pet is like equivalent to a child and it's not fair to, for it to be treated any differently. Cause in a sense, like you're taking your pet for granted cause you know, they can't talk back at you and things like that or, and they rely on you so heavily, but I highly recommend anyone who wants a pet to seriously think it through, um, whether it suits their lifestyle. If they're at home, probably like 20 hours of the day, then go ahead because you'll actually get to spend a lot more time with it and give it a quality of life that it deserves. Whereas if you are in and out or out of the house most of the time, then mm. it's not really fair. It's not even fair not just to the pet. It's not fair to your parents if they aren't yep. expected to take care of it or your roommates and things like that. Because I can imagine if I had a pet and I was living with roommates and such, you know, having like something last minute and being like having to call them like, oh, do you mind feeding my dog or cat Mm. or taking them out type thing? And it might not be a big task, but it does take up time. Yeah, it's it's like you place pet with baby. Can you help (laughs) me feed my baby? Can you go help walk my baby? And it's not their responsibility. Yeah. So, but at at the same time, from a companionship point of view, they, pets are amazing because they can show affection without any words. And, Mm -hmm. and it's always, it's very, it's very primal. I mean, you know, you give, you do a high pitched voice to a dog, normally it starts wagging its tail. And it's just kind of that instant validation (laughs) and gratification. That's like, oh, yes, this animal loves me. <laughs> and being um, relied upon and, you know, li- like when you come home, you're like, they look so happy to see you and things like that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so those things are nice. And I think in the same way people look for companions, that's kind of like the same thing. Like you, you know, you come home and whoever's at home type thing, it's nice when you get greeted and, you know, you feel loved in a sense. So I think mm. pet companionships can... I think that's only for dogs. Okay. No, for cats as well. But they said sometimes cats. Some sometimes cats are very cats, But see as well, like the cats who do show affection, then you know how rare that is and you... Yeah, you appreciate it more. You appreciate it so much more as well. And, um, but it's also like... And that's the same for any pet, you know? Their mm-hmm. level of affection just depends species and type and things like that. But that's the same for humans. So they're not to be like they're dog-like humans and cat-like humans, but they're dog-like personality people. <laughs> okay. So people with, um, who are a lot like certain people who are more excitable. And so, enthusiastic. you know. Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic or caring or attentive. Whereas, you know, some people might have a bit more of a cat perspective where they're a bit more independent to themselves, sometimes a little mean. <laughs> but that's like... Sounds like me. Like, <laughs> each to their own, right? Um, so in the, in the same sense, that they both satisfy a different need mm-hmm. depending on the kind of person. Um, so I think companionship is... I guess the question comes down to, is companionship necessary? For of course it is. What? Of course companionship is necessary. Don't you think so? We're social, social animals. Social creatures. And I think it's nice to have companionship. I don't know whether it's necessary to have companionship. I reckon, I would argue it's very necessary. Very necessary? Yeah, otherwise you'll be pretty depressed. If you don't have companions, you don't have friends, if you don't have, like, not saying you always need a partner, but I don't know. I think having a family, but you don't have a partner? Um, I've actually been thinking about this recently. Mm-hmm. I, not thinking about just I talked about this to one of my friends recently. So mm-hmm. having living with family and living alone is very different. Because when mm-hmm. you're with family, you're always like surrounded by people. Yeah, surrounded by people. There's always like someone taking care of you. Not not that it's like something going on. Someone always like talking and knowing yeah. what's going on with your life and life. yeah, yeah. It just feels different from just going home and it's just you're just alone. Mm. Fair enough. So. I don't know. I feel, I don't know. I just would argue having companions is compulsory to life as humans. Why, why would you um, argue otherwise, though? Mm, I think companions are nice to have. They are um, like partners. I'm specifically talking about partners. I think because you've got if you've got family, oh, okay. you're really you different. Okay. Then I question whether partners are okay. Then I thought you meant just like the I thought you meant companionship as in like family uh, as well. Uh, social interaction. Ah, uh, no, no, no. You you still have social interaction. Like yep. you go to work. 
Yeah. You go to family gatherings, you hang out with all your best friends and everything. Okay. But then you come home and like, you know, you have your own space. You have your own quiet time. Yeah. With that, um, could you leave a a happy and fulfilled life like that? The rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, going in and out, and like, you're free to date as well. But like, mm. will I have kids? Ah, uh, you can have kids. You can adopt. Huh. But the kids will be have a mother, or like a or mm-hmm. like not like have a. Mother co- constantly there, or like a father constantly there, depending on the. Yeah, yeah. But assuming that you feel confident enough to provide for both, I think I don't know. I feel like it's important to to have both. To have both there. Yeah. Fair enough. So. So you do it on the preface that you need the other person to be the mother of your children. <laughs> I don't think that is the the reason. Yeah, I know. yeah, but but I'm like trying to remove everything. Type if you so you've got your friends, realistic, your family. You know? I know, but just for argument's sake. Okay. Um, just for argument's sake, let's say I have a kid. I guess. But part of me still like feels like it's a no, though. I'm not sure why. Okay, how, how about you? What do you let, think? I think you, you definitely wait, a yes, right? Wait, Tell me, me yeah, you are my life. <laughs> That's not true. Um, let me change the scenario a little bit. Okay. You have a kid, your yes. wife passed away. Uh, then... What do I like? Are you asking if I will go look for a partner or? You you got cut off a bit. Sorry, what was saying? So it's either yeah, you you are you happy living the rest of your life as is, like not looking for another partner, because you would have experienced love and companionship and marriage or whatnot, the attachment that comes with it. Having a kid, sharing a kid. The kid is old enough to have experienced a mother figure. Huh. So just it comes down to purely what you want. Then I would want a partner. Hmm. Huh. There's your answer. Yeah. Hmm. All right, thanks. Thanks for the <laughs> therapy session. Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just going around about. But yeah, no, I thought it was. Companionship is an interesting one um, because I think in our day and age, mm-hmm. more and more people are becoming more and more independent. Mm-hmm. And as well with technology and things like that, um, you know, they, they say in how many years robots can take over certain normal daily tasks or daily interactions and things like that. Mm-hmm. slowly phasing out the need for you know um, or I don't think it'll actually phase out the need because I think they will always still need that uh, physicality of someone else 
whether mm. family, friends, partner, yep. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did ask this question the other day to my family, and what did they th- they said? Hundred percent. They think companionship is necessary because the experience of doing things with another person, mm. especially a person that you significantly care about, mm. just elevates the whole experience. Like, for example, um, the other day I was having, I was peeling a pomelo. This yes. was last weekend. Your whole experience <laughs> of peeling pomelo got, got heightened. Okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but pretty much, it, it it was a very I don't know maybe it's because I'm like a simple, simple little things kind of gal, mm-hmm. but just enjoying my experience. Even though like you know pomelos are my favorite thing, so there's a lot of enjoyment for me, not really for the other person. Mm-hmm. But just like ripping that thing apart and just peeling all of it and type thing and and sharing it with another person just. Makes it a little bit more enjoyable compared to, and I could, I could clearly imagine me also doing this by myself because I plan to also do this by myself mm-hmm. <laughs> because I want more pomelo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, and I was also fine with it. But just comparing the two experiences, I was like, yeah, it is, it is nice having companionship and someone else there to experience the very simple thing as peeling a pomelo. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Just like having a meal, it's like going back to eating alone. Eating alone is like it serves a it serves a purpose. You eat, you get your nutrients, you're done. But having a meal with a significant other or a friend or family member is very different. You talk about your lives. If the food is really good, you both when you both take that first bite and the food's really good, you both look at each other and like like wide-eyed, oh, like realize what you both just ate. I'm like, wow, you know, <laughs> that's a great experience. And I would love to have every meal like that. Mm-hmm. So. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think for me, when it comes to, I think also the other reason why I've never really done things solo mm-hmm. is because especially probably eating out is probably the most common exercise that people do with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like, the company is very, very important to me. Mm. Who I'm with, who I spend my time yep. with, who I have the conversations with, and the quality of the conversation as well. Mm. It doesn't have to be like mind blowing every yep. single time, but all the little things in the company, I think I really, really appreciate. Yeah. Or just actually, you know, the other thing that really brings me a lot of joy is that um, having like the other person enjoy their meal like so like so expressively (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. yep i totally agree you can see someone having a good time not necessarily because of the meal whether it's your company or um just combination of it yeah them smiling and things like that just being happy and you're just like yeah okay yeah (laughs) makes it all worth it in a sense yeah exactly have you had have you ever had those moments where you go through like a really like exciting moment to like and you experience it and you wish someone was there with you to experience it with you. Exciting moment and then I wish Yes, I have. You know yeah. when? When? 
when I decided when I decided to put kimchi, cheese, and cream together. <laughs> uh, yeah, you told me about that. Hey, that was such a great moment. I was just like, wow. You discovered fire. Wow. <laughs> It was such a great moment. And at that moment, I also wanted to, like, call and text people. But, like, it was, it was literally in the middle of the night. And I was just like, <laughs> I shouldn't bother anyone right now. But, like, this is a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who, who likes uh, kimchi, I guess. and Or yeah. kimchi and cheese together. Try kimchi chopped up with a little bit of uh, mozzarella cheese and a dash of cream. And it's just great. Mm. Eat it up, of course. Melted cheese. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah that was a great. I've still yet to try, but mm. I promise I will try one day. Thanks. Maybe when I go to Sydney, you can make one, like, make it for me. <laughs> the right sure. way. The... <laughs> yeah. I think it must be similar concepts to what they have in Korean restaurants where they have um, kimchi cheese and I think they have it on ramen as well. Oh, cheese yeah. and ramen? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Like that sounds a bit weird to me. I've never had it, but I've never had it either. But apparently, it's good. Because <laughs> I've seen, um, not sure where, like where I've seen it. Probably maybe in YouTube videos where it's just like a cheap ramen, and they just at the end they just chuck, um, you know, a cheese? piece of the American like cheese, yeah, flat cheese, yeah, yeah just flat cheese. They just chuck it on at the end. I'm like that. Just does, that doesn't look very appetizing. But apparently, it's really good. <laughs> And then they mix it up, and the cheese, because the noodles are hot, it melts the cheese. Yeah. I guess it works. I'll have to try it one day. But I, I can, I can probably, yeah, I would bet on it being t- tasting good. So, bet it just because of like you think about a concept of pasta, it's the same. But in ramen, though, where it, where it has soup, that's true. There, yeah. that, that is the difference. And so I don't know what that's like either. So yeah. Cheesy soup. Have... Yeah, that, that, yeah. I, I don't know. So <laughs> We will have to try. But yeah. yeah, no. Have you had those moments where you're just like, you wish that someone else was with you? Uh, yeah. Um, I remember this one moment where I was in high school and me and my friends, we were walking to somewhere um, during recess. And it was, I think it was like autumn where the leaves were starting to fall and mm-hmm. we were walking past like under a few trees and the wind blew and blew all these leaves past us. Mm-hmm. And like they were, they were behind us and just like a, a lot of leaves just flew by us and looked like a, I don't like know. A movie? Like, yeah, pretty much like a movie. And I was like, whoa, did you guys see that? And no one like. No one heard me. No one saw it, and I wish people saw Something it and appreciated it how how much I did. Yeah, no, that's I just like that. so. That's just a moment I remembered. But mm. I think those are pretty sad. It's like you wish someone was there to appreciate things that you appreciate as much as much as you did. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have more like. Uh moments where they're like oh this looks really nice i think like like for example um i have a spot that i like to go to to relax mm. on a really nice day it's this and i'd normally lie under this really big tree and things like that and it's just mm. like to me the most picturesque thing mm. and calming thing ever and i'm just like 
I'd like to show this to someone else mm. so that they can feel what I feel. But at the same time, I also don't want to show anyone because it's my spot. <laughs> nah, I have a, a few favorite spots in Melbourne. And mm-hmm. I always really like taking people there because then when they go to that spot and they realize why that's a, such a good spot, I feel like I've shown them. A part of you? Uh, not a part of me, just like showing them so, like something cool. bring them joy yeah bring them joy and hopefully what brings me joy brings them joy as well Mm, no fair enough fair enough so that is i guess as well um is sharing happiness Mm, no i can i can agree with that yeah yeah Mm, well (laughs) it's okay anytime you have those moments just call me (laughs) Yeah, but you have to be there, you know. I know. Just come like, up to Sydney. Like, imagine me like going through like um like the leaves thing again. Mm. Imagine me calling you, "Hey, Flo, I leaves just blew by me." It's not the same, you know. <laughs> Please do that. Just one day, call me, Flo. Yo, the the leaves just moved. Did you see that? <laughs> and like, even taking pictures, even if I filmed it, it wasn't. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So. I agree. There are certain things that need to be experienced in person. But at the same time, I also really appreciate experiencing some things on my own and mm-hmm. that they're mine. Yeah, um, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I do. I was about to disagree, but then I thought about it. And yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Like time when I'm also like by myself at home and things like that and where I can eat whatever I want and watch whatever I want and mm. or read whatever I want and mm. or listen to whatever I want and I'm just mm. like I'm actually really happy with my life mm. that's <laughs> yeah. good that's good mm. Mm. that's why I'm just like mm, do I need another person but at the same time it's like you know what no I can bring happiness to someone else that's also really nice yeah, maybe in the future it'll be less, uh, more of a popular thing, like the modern relationship, like what you said. Mm. We have a schedule. We spend <laughs> four days a week together. The other days, we, we just chill. Oh, my days. This is, but this is without kids. If they are kids, then I don't know how to, I don't <laughs> know what the solution is. So you have two apartments. You have one with the family one and then one where you can alternate weekends. <laughs> I don't know. If, if I have a kid, I think I want to be there like 24-7. Yeah, 100%. And I would want the, the mother to be there 24-7. I agree. I agree with that as so, well. I don't know how that's going to work. I guess that's one thing I have to give up for this damn kid. <laughs> Ruin my life already. <laughs> Hasn't even existed yet. <laughs> Just, you, know yeah. what? you know what? Just get a big enough house where you have enough space on both ends of the house. Nah, that's unhealthy, I reckon. That's unhealthy. You reckon? Okay. Yeah. Why? Wait, why is that unhealthy? Um, just want an intimate relationship with my family. Oh, 100%. Sorry, no. I thought you meant like having yeah. a big house is... is oh, no. Nah. Nah, that's, like, that's a goal. <laughs> 100%. Okay, great. All right. I think we'll leave it here for tonight. Yeah. Very entertaining topic. I liked this conversation tonight. <laughs> It was it was very um 
I think it was just enjoyable, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, everyone, tune in for next week. We'll see you on the next one. Have a good night. See ya. Bye.